0: Geek fans, today we've got a bunch of news, and we're going to do our review of the Deadpool movie. Yeah! Ugh. Hey there, geek fans. This is Tyler Guza here.
1: This is Kelsey Cavazos.
0: And we are the Raving Geeks. This week, we have a very special announcement. We are on location in a sunny, sunny, warm beach at the Raving Geek Cabana. Uh, Kelsey and I decided, you know what, let's take this little show on the road. Um, Ben and Malachi, we decided, you know, kick them out.
1: Yeah, who needs them? Who needs them?
0: You know, we were like, let's go somewhere sunny. They were like, oh, we want to go to New York. And I don't know if we can go to the you know raving geeks cabana because i want to go hang out with some adrian guys so kelson are like you know screw this guys we got it this week we're gonna go on the road we're gonna go to a nice sunny beach we're drinking margaritas and mimosas out of coconuts right now and you know just living the life
1: we're all about them daiquiris right now you know Mm -hmm.
0: of virgin daiquiris you know because you know got to keep it pg-13 sometimes but
1: right right um you know, we're both glowing in the
0: sun. Yeah. My tan is through the roof right now. But pretty much this is going to be a kind of a low-key week. There's only, you know, we're sitting at 50% geek right now. We're, we're, we're cut in half.
1: We're, we're a little light on the geek this week.
0: Yeah, as Kelsey and I like to joke around, mom and dad are gone, so we get to play. Yeah,
1: know? mom and dad left for the weekend, so <laughs> we're having yeah. a party, kids.
0: So, you know... We decided we're gonna do a big, heavy news week. Actually, surprisingly, a lot of news actually has dropped within you know the last since the last show during the weekend and going into spring break. So we're gonna need a little extra time to cover it all. And then we're also gonna talk about the Deadpool movie because I've seen it. Kelsey just saw it. We haven't really talked about it, so you know we're gonna we're gonna kind of talk. You know, we need something to talk about today. So yeah,
1: why not talk about Deadpool? Why, why
0: not talk about Deadpool? So starting off. A new trailer just dropped this week, the Ghostbusters dun, dun. trailer. Who are you gonna call?
1: Ghostbusters.
0: So Kelsey just watched it. I did. Kelsey, without going to too much into it, because this trailer's been it's been causing a lot of disagreements on the internet. I think mm-hmm. when you just watched it now, it had more than double the amounts of dislikes than it did likes on YouTube.
1: Yep, it did.
0: So without getting into it, yay or nay. Just from the trailer alone,
1: can I can I choose a middle ground? Is that you can possible? Choose, yeah, you can
0: choose a middle ground. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna give it a you know, it's I'm not gonna give it a yes or a no. I'm gonna give it. I'm, I'm neutral about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little further. Okay, for once I'm not gonna sit on the fence. Okay, I'm gonna go just for the trailer. I'm gonna go nay. Okay, I did not like the trailer. That being said. I really, really like the ideas of an all female, especially when you look at the cast.
1: Right, it's a great cast.
0: I am all for this female Ghostbusters, right. you know, trailer. So, Kelsey, because I'm a gentleman, yes, ladies first, okay. Um, and you're it's still super fresh in your mind. You know, I kind of right. watched it, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: tell me your initial thoughts for this Ghostbusters movie just from the trailer.
1: All right. Well, okay. Here's my thing. I thought it was interesting. Um. But it didn't get me super amped up, um, and it kind of bothered me that the three white characters are all these brilliant scientists, and then Leslie Jones is just, she knows the city and has a car, so mm-hmm. she's basically the street smarts. And I, it's it, it feels a little lazy to me that, that, you know, she why isn't she a scientist? Why can't she be a part of that, to me, doesn't make it, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, and even when you think going back to the original Ghostbusters, the African-American character in that series, he also wasn't a scientist. I don't I don't believe, right? He came in, he was in just another guy that was helping him out because they were super busy. I don't believe he was a scientist either. Yeah,
1: I don't remember specifically. I, yeah, and awesome. maybe they're going with that. Maybe that's you know, why the kind they of chose min- it. Mm-hmm. But I think here's an here's an opportunity to do something different. And, you know, I mean, obviously it's a franchise, so it can't be completely different, but here's something, here's an opportunity to like, to, to improve upon what is done in the past. And I think they fell kind of flat.
0: And, and it's funny that you say, here's a chance to do something different because that is my main complaint with this, with this trailer. You know, the story that they gave off. First of all, it started off the first thing you see in the trailers 30 years ago, a group of. You know, I think they said scientists, something group, right. of, group of people come together and fight ghosts and, you know, in New York. But everyone who's been talking about this movie has been saying this movie isn't a sequel. It's a hard reboot. So those people don't exist. You know, the original Ghostbusters, Team OG doesn't exist. You know, so why why mention them? I think that was in there to get people pumped up because I was I'm not going to lie hearing that music. Right. And seeing, you know. Thirty years ago, I can't believe it was thirty years ago. First of all, you right. know, so it's just kind of like, and then they show Kristen Wiig get covered with slime. That happened in the first one, you know. Mm-hmm. They showed Slimer. He's in the original, so again, they're tying back to the first one. It's just, I feel like they're kind of going too similar with this. Like I wanted yeah. to see something different, you know. If now,
1: especially with these leading roles, these characters at, at that they the, have, yeah, all they th- have such an. Uh, Opportunity with these
0: actors, yeah. All four actresses are top-notch comedy, you know, hilarious stars. women. Kristen, all of them. Kristen Wiig, I mean, even even before because she was, I think her SNL you know days were way before Bridesmaids, and she was she's amazing in SNL. Kate McKinnon now is one of my favorite parts of Saturday Night Live. Today. Honestly, one Les- of the only reasons I'm yeah, still watching. Leslie Jones is same. is the same, and then Melissa McCarthy. I hate to say it, we're seeing the same. Melissa McCarthy is a good actress. I'm tired of seeing her take these roles where she has to fall down, get hit, trip, you know, all this, like this physical comedy stuff. Just let her be her. Let her, she's funny. funny. Let her be funny. And I just, I'm worried for this movie from this trailer. And I was, I agree. and, And what stinks is, a lot of people are making this trailer out to be – if you don't like this trailer, you, you just don't like – you just don't like that it's female-led. And it's like, no, it's not that I, – I love Kristen Wiig. I love Kate McKinnon. I love Melissa McCartney. You know, I just – I want to see them be their own characters. I don't want to see them kind of trying to play the characters from the old movie. You know, right. like, if you're going to make this new, make it new. So – I might go. I'm still going to go see the movie because, right. like I said, I like all four actresses, and
1: and, and, and I feel like with the trailer, it, it could be. It, yeah. it still I've, has I've seen lots of
0: trailers to movies that I love the trailers, hated the movie, and vice versa. You're right, and it's Paul Feig who you could argue is one of the best directors and writers for leading female-led comedy. You know, he did Bridesmaids, he did Spy. You know, all you know, all those movies he he was a part of. So, right, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. But as far as just the trailer, co- you know, was concerned, I'm
1: not thrilled. I'm not
0: thrilled with it at all.
1: I agree, and I think I think there is definitely going to be some people who are against it just because of the female roles. Like, like I know what you said, and you, you like all these female characters, and you're really excited about yeah. that. But I think there is definitely some of that. No, happening, I mean, which is super frustrating. Scroll scroll down
0: the YouTube page there, and I I bet you, I bet you over under you you can't go three comments down without that being mentioned. Right. So which is, it's terrible too. Yeah,
1: It's so it's really frustrating that this trailer fell kind of flat because it almost yeah kind of, I mean, not that it gives them credit because they're, that's not the reason to not mm-hmm. like a movie, but it makes it harder for us to argue that they're wrong.
0: Yeah. Like I, I like I said, I, I'm, I'm, I wasn't expecting bridesmaids to be funny either. Because that movie, and not because it was a, you know, it was pitched to me as kind of like, I'm trying to think, almost like a jackass meets hangover, but with with, with girls. Right. And I'm not going to lie to you, the first time that I saw The Hangover, I really, really laughed. I thought it was really, really funny. Yep. And then I watched it a second time and I was just kind of like, eh. I'm weird like that a lot of my, you know, because a lot of people say like The Hangover is one of the funniest movies we've had in a long time. But it to me, it was OK. So I was like, you just kind of mixed the movie that I'm not really a fan of. But and at that time, I didn't know who Kristen Wiig was. You know, I, right. I didn't know who a lot of the girls were in that movie at the time. Now that I know them, I'm like, I'll go this see. Just, yeah, like, you know, and it's great. And I love Bridesmaids, which is, again, right. Paul Feig, a lot of the same pieces that he had in Bridesmaid. I love that movie. I'm holding out hoping that when I see this movie in theater, I'm going to love it. Um, so, next up, and I'm not even gonna do try to do super sweet segues like Ben and Malachi. So, the other day on our episode, we talked about Scott Snyder. You know, he's writing the current run of Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, on yep. Twitter, you know, I was scanning through, and Scott Snyder just said that he, while playing Legos with his kid, the darkest Batman story he's ever thought of popped into his head, and I think that he's working on that. So maybe he just kind of let slip that he's gonna be continuing to write you know the Batman run after this rebirth um I really hope so because I love Scott Snyder he's my favorite comic artist and when he reached out to us and like said hey listen to the episode like I was so excited you have no idea like right. I was sitting in my living room like freaking out um so you know that's it's, it's exciting because it's a great writer on a great project and he, I've read a lot of his horror stories that he does kind of like on his his like Vertigo runs and he can get dark. So I would love to see a super gritty, scary, almost horror based Batman story.
1: Yeah, I think that would be really interesting.
0: And so speaking of people in things, maybe working on things, there's a rumor floating around that Sylvester Stallone might be in Guardians of the Galaxy 2.
1: I'm so intrigued.
0: I haven't heard – like I said, I think it's just a rumor. I think he was just kind of spotted on set. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was doing a set visit. Maybe he right. just happened to be in town. He could be in the movie. Um, and a lot of people are really starting to freak out. Thinking about it, especially after seeing Creed, I would love to see Sylvester Stallone play. Oh, yeah, like me a mar- too. Like, and I want to see him as like a Marvel villain.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: I don't know enough about Marvel or like Guardians of the Galaxy to say, this is who I think he should play. But I would love to see him as a Marvel villain. I think he'd make a great villain. Yeah, I mean, because for a while there, Sylvester Stallone, I mean, he went from being like in the 80s and 90s, like a superstar, like action star. I don't want to say superstar, but he was an action star. He was in The Expendables. But then, I mean, in Creed, he really showed that given the right material. And granted, it was a character he's played six times over. But he can still act. I mean, he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's got, there's some blood still pumping in those veins of his. So I don't know. There's a lot of people are thinking that he might be like ego, the living planet, mm-hmm. which if you don't know that character, it's, it just sounds what it is. It's a planet with a face and it talks and it, right. and pe- and you can like, it's, a, but it's a planet, but it's an actual person as a planet. So there's people who are thinking he might just voice the planet. Um, again, I, I don't know much enough about guardians of the galaxy to like, to be like, I think he should be this villain, but, or this character, um, right? I don't think he's gonna be anything like Star Lord's dad or anything,
1: right? no, right? yet. Yeah. That that'd be
0: that'd be a stretch. I still. It'd I, be too much. I think. yeah. But I, why not, man? It's why-
1: funny that you mentioned that because I actually just watched Guardians of the Galaxy with my dad today.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He was like, "Hey, uh have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy?" I was like, "Yeah, I, s- I saw that in theaters." You know. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I like bought it." on Blu-ray, like, a long time ago. He's like, and actually, we just watched it on Stars the other day. And I'm like, what have you been doing? <laughs> where have you been? He's like, like, but it's so good. Yeah, and it's I was like, like I the, know, Dad. Where have you been? That movie
0: was such a surprise. I went and saw it with – I remember I went, and I went with my buddy and my little brother. We went to the movies and, pa- of course, packed house because it's a Marvel thing. But right. I don't – not – spoiler alert ahead, not since seeing Deadpool. I think I've heard people laughing as hard in a movie theater as Warrior in Guardians of the Galaxy. It
1: was a great movie.
0: Uh, out of all these like super you know, these big sequels coming up in the Marvel universe, I think I'm most excited about Guardians of the Galaxy too.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Uh we were actually looking at he's like, When's the next one coming out? So we looked up yeah. and it's May fifth of two thousand seventeen.
0: Yeah, and it's 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 being it's being shot right now. Or right. it's like in pre-production or something mm-hmm. but they are no, no, they're filming because they released a picture of like the silhouettes of them all and you saw right. like, like little baby groot on his shoulder mm-hmm. so um so let's see looking ahead now um don't really have much to say about this because i don't know a lot about the sandman character but i do love joseph gordon love yep and he is leaving the sandman project which is kind of for me it's a huge red flag because kind of how like ryan reynolds was like the flag Waver of Deadpool, he's kind of been the flag waver of this uh, Sandman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't read the Sandman comics, which I know probably like dropping my eat cred down a little bit, um, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. Um, I think Neil Gaiman wrote it, and which is weird because they just brought in like a horror movie writer to write this movie. So I was kind of thinking, wow, like they brought in a horror movie. This is supposed to have more of a horror tone, and then the big star that's attached to the film dropped out, right? So. Yeah, that's normally that's not good news.
1: Yeah, that's I would say that's definitely not good news. Yeah, I mean, did they say why he dropped?
0: They might have. I didn't read the article. Um just because like I said, I'm I don't really care that much about Sandman to like look at, like look into it. Normally though, when it's like this far into stuff, it's either the movie was going in a direction that he didn't like and right. so he dropped out or scheduling issues joseph gordon levitt's not the kind of person who's involved in a lot of franchises like sequels and stuff right. so who who knows you know maybe by next week we'll have more news into it but i he dropped out I my my i will say i this movie had piqued my interest i was mm-hmm. you know i was like one of those things i was yeah. like starting to really start to like look into because like oh this sounds really cool and it just dropped yeah i I'm I'm kind of like if like I said for me personally it just threw up a huge red flag.
1: Yeah, and I really like Joseph Gordon-Levitt too. So mm-hmm. for me that's kind of a bummer that if he's not interested in doing it anymore or, you know, isn't yeah. going to be a part of it.
0: Yeah. So, you know, who knows? I they haven't, you know, said that the movie's not going to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. Um it's kind of the opposite with Gambit where, you know, they've had Channing Tatum in this Gambit movie and it took them forever to get a director and now they dropped it from their uh Fox has dropped Gambit from its slate. Right. So there's a lot of people who are wondering if Gambit's even happening still or what. Um, next up, big news. Especially for you, Kelsey. I know for me, because yep. like you, I grew up, and this is this is part of my childhood. I'm kind of glad Malachi and Ben are here, because we can talk about it a little bit more. I know. So why don't, why don't you talk about it? What, All right. What did they announce today?
1: They announced the... Um, harry potter north america they're gonna start releasing information about that and there's Mm gonna be some i think like stories yeah i think
0: they're like short stories written by by jk um i think there's like four of them
1: yeah to kind of give us a background in preparation for the fantastic beasts movie um excuse me so um yeah it's supposed to be really interesting i'm really excited um and i think the pottermore thing is 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 kind of an interesting platform um, I actually got to beta test it, which was kind of cool. Um, and I think it's kind of an interesting thing. I haven't finished it, uh, but I think it, it's a kind of concept that has a lot of potential. Can, and it's, can
0: you kind of explain? Because I've heard of the Pottermore thing, but I I never I've never looked into it. I've heard about it. I heard – all I know about it is apparently, like, she's very active on it, like, keeping yeah, the, the world of Harry constantly. Potter. So can you give a little, like, rundown for me? Like, explain to me kind of what it is.
1: Yeah, it's it's – Kind of like um, it's almost like a game, but it's basically you go through the books and you learn all of this kind of side information. Because I think what what really made the Harry Potter books really special is how much detail and how much thought was put into this yeah, world. Yeah, like, I mean, it's she had so much world
0: building. So, all of yeah. these
1: characters had all this background information. that might not necessarily have made it into the book, but the fact it's so well thought out, and so that's kind of what Pottermore is. Is it's a, it's a way for you to get that kind of side information that you might not be able to get from the books you know it goes she goes in depth with with different characters and so you kind of go through the each chapter of each book and there's little things you can do like you can i mean you can make potions it's less i wouldn't i wouldn't call it a video game it's not a necessarily a a game but there are kind like, a, of, like an
0: interactive website it, yeah okay
1: and it's really cool um, I, I actually only got to get through the first I only got through the first book because that's what that's all I had done when when he started beta testing um, and I haven't had a chance to kind of sit down and go through the rest of it but I think it's a really interesting concept and a, a great way to kind of keep this story going and like she's really into keeping it going which I think is awesome um, because it keeps fans interested and and it's a great way for them to keep um, information going for this new movie. And I'm really excited because I think, you know, especially for, for us that, that grew up in North America and you're reading about it, all of this kind of yeah, over like there, that. you're constantly kind of wondering about what how how this affects our kind of culture and our, our reality. And it's like, I, you know, there's like small bits in the book about like the Salem witch trials and witch burnings and stuff like that, but not a lot. And she's mentioned before, like, there's a, um, a school, I think, in Salem yeah. and stuff like that.
0: Well, I was going to say, that's, that, for me, that's because when I was reading them, I was always like, you know, this is really cool. But I was like, growing up, being super, you know, dumb as a small child, it was like, well, I wish I was British so that I right. could go to Hogwarts, you know, because I was just like, everyone in that book was from Europe.
1: Exactly. You know, I, I, everyone from, was from England or yeah, Ireland.
0: Yeah. And it wasn't until they did the quidditch world cup and the, you know, in the fourth one where you were like, wait, like the United States has a quidditch team and Bulgaria has got it, you know, Everyone, and like, yeah, you know, it's, so the, it never like, like clicked in my head that there could be all these, you know, and then they brought in the other schools. And I think if I'm remembering correctly from what I've read through like the Wikipedia pages of Harry Potter, like the, the school in America, there was like a Salem's Institute of magic, but it was like an all female school mm-hmm, or something. Yep. Um, and I screenshotted an article um, from Collider, Video, or Collider News where they were talking about it because I was going to say, oh, I can, t- you know, if you're in Harry Potter, check it on this date. Um, and all it says is the first story will be released tomorrow. I'm assuming that it mean- it meant um, last Friday um, at 9 a.m. because it says every new story comes uh, with a new story that comes out. every, Or maybe it's today. Maybe today at 9 a.m. You might actually because it says it has a new story every day until Friday. So. And I think there's like four or five stories that they're like, mm-hmm. they're just little short stories, but.
1: I'm really excited too because, um, actually my friend called me on my, while I was on my way back into town. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm sorry, to the cabana. <laughs> to, um,
0: to the, to the Raven Geeks, you know, beach cabana. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, and he was telling me about this and I actually kind of got goosebumps. It's, um, because he's you know talking about how they're going to incorporate Native Americans into yeah, it, yeah, like and the I think Skinwalkers and stuff. Really, like that. yeah, really exciting. To the Salem, give.
0: Wh- I, I see right here. They there's uh this there's this thing. This big word that starts with I. It's like Ivor army I think is how it's said. I don't know. I, I don't speak wizard very well. But then there's this like we said the Skinwalkers, and that's a le- Native legend, Native American legend, Salem witch trials, and a formidable event for the country's national magical identity. Um, And then they're also going to talk about the U.S. version of the Ministry of Magic, which is the Magical Congress of the United States of America.
1: Oh, my God. That's so – I'm so excited. And and I
0: will say the one thing that I always loved about J.K., Harry Potter would have been a very big thing to just do a lot of, like, money grabs with. Like, she wrote the Mm -hmm. books. They became in the movies. She didn't finish the books before the movies came out. So it's not like something that was, like, from years ago that they made movies for and the movies got popular she could have went and been like, here's a spinoff, and there's a spinoff, and here's the spinoff. She could have charged yeah. so
1: much money for oh, yeah. Pottermore I mean, yeah. completely and free.
0: She's got the free website, like you talked about, where she goes through and she puts some stuff on. They're doing Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which they're making, It's I think it was announced that it's going to be a, a movie trilogy, but the book that they base it on is like a little tiny, I think it's like 50-some page yep. little side book that was like you can buy in like a three-box set with some other books.
1: Yeah, and it's actually, I read it too um, back when it, I think it was originally released, and it's like really interesting. It's just like a like a kind of field guide.
0: Yeah, and so like she, it's not like she's going on. Here's the next series, and here's another series. Start, right. basically like this is what Harry Potter would be like if he was from you know Russia, and here's what Harry Potter would be like if he was from America or South America or South Africa or you know all this different. And I'm not gonna lie, I I'm kind of hope that this these American short stories are popular and she writes a series at the American school.
1: You know, I really hope so too. And the thing about the, what's great about JK Rowling is it's all about the fans for her. Mm-hmm. She's const- I I follow her on Twitter. She's constantly interacting with fans. Um, she's always doing charities. She is first of all, I think she's the first person to become a millionaire from writing books, but she also is the first person to be, be taken off of the millionaire list because she's donated, donated. so much to charity.
0: Well, I think, and from the stories I've read about her, I think part of it was because she was like really poor for a while, like not like you know living on the streets or anything, but you know she just didn't have a lot of money. I think she was going through a divorce or something, and she wrote down the first couple of pages on like a napkin or whatever. You hear, you've heard that story, if you yeah. like about that. She wrote down on like a napkin in a coffee shop, and now she just has all this money. So. I mean, I really hope it does well. I would love to see some more of these short stories.
1: Absolutely, you I know. would. I will always be happy for more Harry <laughs> Potter content. <laughs> yep. Uh, because honest, because I think it comes from a pure place. I think it's truly because it's what she likes to do. She enjoys doing it, and she loves the fans. And it's not about the money. It's and, never been and about and the for money. For me,
0: the, it's just. For me, the reason that I love Harry Potter so much was I was at that right age when that first book came out, where I grew up with the yep. book i graduated where, you know, high school the it, year I the was, last I, movie came I out i wasn't too old i wasn't too young i was just a really good age i mean i remember i got the seventh book and i stayed up for tw- i read the whole book in one day stayed Me up too. like all night read the last book and it was, same it, was it was like one of those things when i read it i was happy it was over but at the same time i was like man, like not, you know now what that's so, what i
1: did with every single one of the books you know when i um first got them is i would read them all in a day and then i would I would kind of take, like, a day break, and then I would immediately start rereading it and kind of read them at a slower, slower pace. Slower pace so you can kind of, like, absorb so them. Yeah, so I could get yeah. all those little details because at that point it was just, like, I need to know what happens next. Yep. And I would stay up. I Actually, um, I have a funny story from the first – or from the when the last book came out. Um, my brother was, doing like, burning some cardboard out back, and a tire caught on fire – I don't know how a tire got in there. It caught on fire and like our entire backyard was like in flames. You, I had no, had no idea, idea. <laughs> until the next day. And, you know, which was kind of terrifying because my older stepbrother had just had surgery and was like incapacitated on the couch. <laughs> and I was the only other person who was at home. They had to call like the fire department. I had no idea.
0: Yep. Until like you're, you're the next day. You're trying to figure out what happened with Harry Potter. Yeah, I was in my can room I, reading. Can I ask you something? Yep. Yeah. Yep. The the one thing that bothered me with the book, and it might be because this is the first time this happened, but to me, I always felt that Harry Potter and Hermione Granger were a better match <sighs> than Harry Potter and Ron Weasley. I feel like did you th- say
1: Harry Potter and Ron Weasley?
0: Well, yeah, but you you know Harry then Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger, because for me, the Ginny thing just kind of felt like Harry and Ron had to be brothers at the end of the story. So they he you know oh I like Ginny, but I always felt like that those two had a better connection than.
1: I disagree. You
0: disagree. I do. This could be a whole. Nother, this could be a talk for another podcast.
1: It could. We could talk. I think, an entire, we need to, I think
0: we need to talk. Ben and Malachi into just letting us talk about Harry Potter for an entire. Podcast.
1: I think they would just be like, "We're not going to participate." Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> well, we'll we'll host another episode from Mark cabana. So sad it is. I think we need to move on from Harry Potter. Yep. But when these books, I'm 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 almost. You know, as, you
1: didn't give me. Oh wait. Well, yep, no. Go nope. ahead. Did I did I say my opinion on that? I didn't even get a chance. Did I?
0: I don't know. I'm. I know you liked it though. What? what
1: no. You asked, you asked me what I thought about. Um, oh
0: yeah. What, well, you said you disagreed with me.
1: Okay. Yeah. You're right. I did. I'm sorry. No,
0: it's okay. Um, like I said, when mom and dad aren't here, you know, we can kind of just we just kind of go with we the flow. We,
1: yeah. we do what we want.
0: So we so Ben Malachi. Good news, we did a podcast this week. Bad news, it's like four hours long because Kelsey and I just kind of felt sitting around. We talked about everything for like four hours. Yep. Um. So. Next up on the doc, Agent Carter TV show. I think it's on ABC because that's owned by Disney and Marvel and Disney owns everything, everything, everything um, just wrapped up their last season a couple weeks ago or the second season a couple weeks ago. Um, I watched it. I enjoyed it. Wasn't as much big a fan of it as I was the first season, but it was still good. Um, and then sadly, there was this rumor going around that uh, Haley Atwell, who plays Agent Carter, mm-hmm was cast as a lead in another show on ABC. Normally when you hear that, it means that the show that they're currently on isn't going to be around much longer. Right. Um, her character, I'm thinking we've been hearing in Civil War. If you don't want Civil War spoilers, stop listening and tune back in in like 30, 30 seconds. But they said there's a funeral scene at the beginning of Captain America Civil War. A lot of people are thinking that it's gonna be Peggy Carter's funeral because as you know from Winter Soldier, she was she was old and I think she had Alzheimer's and she was so she was sick. Yeah. And I think she passes away um in the third movie. But for those of you who don't watch Inja Carter, the stories of Peggy Carter and how she went and established Shield after Captain America was frozen at the end of the first Captain America movie. It kind of tells it kind of links the gap between those, it talks about how she kind of Gets involved. I think it's I can't remember what the code name is for it now, but it's the birth of S.H.I.E.L.D. basically. Right. So you kind of just assume that the show would start from that point and would end with her founding S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, well, she hasn't founded S.H.I.E.L.D. yet. <laughs> and they're kind of saying that the show might get canceled. But today they kind of announced that Peggy Carter is pushing for a season three. Um, it might be a smaller season, from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. I think normally it's like 10, 12 episodes. It might be like a six episode miniseries, but I'm hoping if they do, they they tie it up and make it because I, I want to kind see, of a wrap I up. See, I really like it, and Haley Atwell as Peggy Carter is awesome. I agree. She's a sweet spy, and I really want to see. I want to see her story be finished because I I like. Agent Carter are a lot more than a lot of the other comic book shows that are on TV and this one's kind of like a mini series like in between the main like it, it always comes out during the the break of uh Agents of Shield which is starting up actually tomorrow on my birthday. So Tomorrow's
1: your birthday? Tomorrow
0: is my birthday. Not not to uh, you know, make this all about me but i will be turning
1: (sighs) you didn't tell me it was your birthday 24 tomorrow i would have made a cake
0: it's well hey it's okay we can hang we'll be hanging out at our cabana oh you're right we are
1: gonna i'll buy you a drink at the cabana yeah
0: so you know you said you wanted to start watching peggy carter yep i highly recommend it it's it's really good
1: it's on my list it's one of those things that like i really want to i really want to watch and i've heard a lot of great things about it and i just haven't had the time to sit down and catch up
0: yeah and i mean they have it has a lot of cool like (laughs) side characters i mean they have jarvis like the jarvis that you know who's the voice in tony Stark's suits head you get to meet the person who that's based on um and then you you also get to like tony stark's dad's in it too so it's you know back during that time it's really good show i i can't recommend it enough i mean i I, my like I said I always like kind of say my girlfriend's not a big nerd, but right. there's certain comic book things that she really really likes. Mm-hmm. One is The Flash, and then it's Agent Carter. She loves Agent Carter. Like I wasn't allowed to watch it, and they the, the episodes just do a really good job at tying together. You never are sitting there going like, oh my gosh, this is dragging on. Like yes. they get they get to the point. Sometimes I think they almost go too fast. Um, so speaking of Marvel. Sony's spider-man universe as everyone knows took a huge huge crumble collapsed in on itself and then they went and made the deal with marvel and they're making the spider-man
1: movie yep
0: teaming up with marvel something that may have survived and being reborn in the ashes of that mess is a venom movie kelsey do you know who venom is
1: Vaguely. vaguely. It's okay. Yes. Because. I, I, I mean, I, I, I know of the character. I know a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know as much as I probably should.
0: No, it's fine. Because as I've said many times, I'm not a Marvel guy. Like there are some things Marvel. I mean, I've just started reading the comic books for Marvel. So before that, it's, it's been mostly TV shows and movies is what I know about Marvel. Mm-hmm. Venom basically is like the anti- right spider-man i mean mm-hmm. he's he's vicious he'll you know he's been like anything he's been everything from a villain to an anti-hero to a hero to back to an anti-hero um he's basically like a symbiote that like attaches to someone's body and then they get superpowers and stuff like that right a lot of people really really love him. they were super upset in spider-man 3 with the adaptation that they made i think oh. it was topher grace played him
1: that was a nightmare yeah
0: that that movie wasn't that movie wasn't good at all I remember I saw it in theaters So and awkward. like I at, had
1: so much secondhand embarrassment while yeah, watching that
0: th- I will you know what that's the perfect way to say I've never sat in a movie because you know how everyone's like oh this is so cringeworthy and like oh I mean I don't get that feeling like if anytime anytime someone says that was really cringeworthy I'm like laughing because I think it's really funny <laughs> but while watching that movie and seeing like him like go around and like snapping his fingers to the jazz oh, music and like t- dancing like i i honestly sat there and like scrunched up in my chair and was just like please and like let this be over yep. i can't take it anymore Horrible. yeah it, like i was embarrassed for him because like what happened because spider-man 2 was really good yeah and then it was just like how and part of that is a lot of people don't know but Sam Raimi wanted to make a completely different movie than what Spider-Man Three ended up being. I think he wanted to have like Vulture in it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And S- Sony came up and was like, "We want you to put in Venom in our movie, and we want you to put this in our movie, and put this in our movie." So he just kind of was like, "Well, if you guys want me to put this in this movie, I'll do it." But you're, you know, and you're he not just kinda, like it, yeah. So when you have <laughs> when you have the director just kind of go, eh, you know, it
1: it almost felt like it was done in spite.
0: Yeah, it was just everything was like completely phoned in. It just it was yeah. Yeah, but hey, I, I'm excited to see what Sony is going to do with their Spider-Man thing just for the fact of third time's the charm, I guess, you know, like they, Yeah,
1: maybe we'll finally figure it out. Maybe
0: maybe they'll be <laughs> able to maybe to be able to figure out and I'm going to be the first one to say it. I'm not really a fan of Spider-Man. Me neither. Yeah, like
1: never been a big Sp- Spider-Man person.
0: Spider-Man and the X-Men. And I'm starting to like the X-Men more. Oh, I
1: do. I am a big X-Men fan.
0: My favorite thing with the really X-Men was the '92 cartoons. But like I said, I you know, I was born in '92, so I was like, I was just born when it came out. So I was when they were doing all like the replays and everything. You know, I was like two or three. So it was just me just seeing superheroes on screen. You know? Yeah. But well,
1: for for me the um when the X-Men movies first started coming out, it was. I would go and see, me and my brother would go and Mm -hmm. see him with my uncle. So it's kind of like a nostalgia thing that was like, it's always a tradition whenever an X-Men movie came out, we would go with my uncle and watch it. So it's just kind of, I've always had kind of a a love with with the X-Men movies. And my mom, she's the type of person, she'll watch a movie and that's it. She doesn't need to watch it again. She very rarely will buy movies because she probably doesn't want to watch them again. Those were movies that my mom would actually buy because we all loved them. Yeah,
0: and I mean... and. My, I wish my brother Nolan was sitting right here next to me because he is like an X Men fiend. Well, at least he I mean, he he has all the movies. I mean, he loves the X Men characters. Um, when it comes to like X Men trivia or X Men knowledge, he could he would put me, he would put me to shame. Like if he was here for those games that we always play, he always tells me afterwards like, "Hey, I heard you won like one of your little games you playing the Raven Geeks." So I just want to <laughs> let you know that I was sitting in my bedroom. And I would have beaten all of you. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, whatever. Like, it's different when you're sitting in the chair. But, it is.
1: It's very intimidating. No, you're like, I just lost all knowledge of anything oh yeah. I've ever like known. Like, even
0: even some, something like <laughs> Batman that I know, I feel like I know quite a bit about, I would draw a blank sometimes and just be like, yeah, oh, you know? Yeah. So, like I said, I don't I don't really care about Spider-Man. I'm excited he's in the MCU because, you know, that's just one more toy in the sandbox. But right. But he's... I'm more invested in like Captain America and I agree. You know, like Thor and the, and those guys. I I Spider-Man's like whatever. I agree. Um, so that's pretty much it news wise. the only thing else I really had written down on the docket was they're trying to cross over twenty-one Jump Street and Men in Black. Weird. At this point, I hate to say it because Men in Black is such a classic movie, but I don't want them. So I don't want them to ruin Twenty One Jump Street by trying to phone in Men in Black. With
1: I don't them. want them to ruin either of yeah, them. Yeah, like, like that sounds like a terrible idea. When
0: you're trying to name like comedy sequels that were just as good or maybe even better than the original, Twenty Two Jump Street's like one of the only ones that I can list off the top of my head, and I don't. I don't want to, I don't want them to like try to force it into. Men, unless at the end of the title screen they had like a 21 Jump Street cross Men in Black when they did the title card with like going into 29 Jump Street and, you know, 30 Jump Street. Right. If that would have been one of those posters, then they would, right. would have been all about it. But so, I mean, I, I don't even have like an opinion on
1: that. I'm angry. Yeah. My first thought is anger. Anger. Because, I don't know, those are both like, they're movies that draw from other things and have, are established Settings. So why would you try to mix them when they're yeah. not already? It's, it's
0: to me. It's just that it just reeks of hey, everyone's got a universe. We need one. Yep. So that's- let's take these two things that are popular and put them together. I'm looking at you, Transformers and GI Joe. Oh, yikes! <laughs> but that's pretty much it for news. Unless you have anything else news wise you want to talk about.
1: Um, not that I think of. I think now is a a good. Time, time, for, to time, time to take a break. Take a little drink break. Refill, uh, refill
0: our drinks and come on back and talk about Deadpool. to put on
1: some sunscreen. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll take a short little break to hear from our sponsor and uh, we'll be right back. Wake up in the morning and not go and get the paper.
0: Gotta get the paper. Hey guys, this episode of Raving Geeks has been sponsored by the Hall of Heroes. Located in Campus Court next to Subway, the Hall of Heroes is open six days a week, Monday through Saturday. Visit their website at www.HallOfHeroesLLC.com and let the Hall of Heroes become your go-to comic book destination. My synopsis is real. Never had that old fixy fixie feel. cats who make
1: waves and aptly get a 360 deal. All right, we're back.
0: And we're back. 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 <laughs> so, uh... Little movie came out a couple weeks ago. You might have heard of it. It's called Deadpool. Yeah, you know?
1: I think I, I think I heard about that one. I know? missed
0: it. Heard some people talk about it. Or like, hey, you should probably go see that movie. And I was like, eh, eh. I'll, I'll wait and get it on Redbox or something.
1: Just kidding. We definitely saw it.
0: Yeah. So we'd be reminisced if we didn't at least talk about it for a little bit. And like I said, this is the perfect week to do it because right. what is spring break if not a catch up week of you know of everything that you have to do in college? Oh yeah. Yeah. So Kelsey. Podcast princess. Yes, that is The one and only.
1: The one and only.
0: The superstar. Yes. You have red hair, so I'm going to call you the Red Fury. Okay. Tell me what you thought about Deadpool.
1: I loved it. And I'm really mad at the woman sitting in front of me who ruined it with her obnoxious laughter. I'm talking to you, lady at the rave in Ann Arbor. (laughs) watching the 820 or 845 showing on Saturday. I hate you.
0: We just lost a follower.
1: <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. She was I wanted I'm not going to lie, we may have thrown a banana peel into her aisle before she before we left. Yeah,
0: if there's anything that I've learned from Mario Kart, that's dangerous. Banana yep. peels are not something to be messed with.
1: Yeah, my friend decided to sneak a banana into the movie. Which, if you're going to sneak a banana into any movie, why not Deadpool?
0: I know someone who has snuck an entire chicken wing dinner I've wrapped in s- aluminum foil. In I've snuck
1: before. multiple fast food restaurants in my yeah. purse before. Yeah.
0: So so you loved it.
1: I did. I loved it. Every well, second of it.
0: Why don't you just run through and just kind of like some of your favorite moments. If there was anything that you didn't like. Even, I know which, which is hard to say, but, you know, go ahead. give Give it to me.
1: It felt very Deadpool from the beginning. Just, you you know, even just, like, the credits, like, some hot girl and, like, (laughs) just, like, mocking everybody felt very Deadpool straight from the bat. Um, I don't know. I just loved everything. Like, I love the cool old blind lady. I thought she was funny. I loved, you know, the the whole storyline. I thought it was great. Um, I like...
0: It was a love story. It was. They kept saying it. It's a love story. You know yeah. what's going on on the Valentine's Day? It's a love story. And it was a love story. It was. Yeah. So, anything else?
1: I I mean, yes, yeah. but I just... Well, I'm trying to think.
0: No, I'll, I'll, I can get going on what I thought about it. and then Okay, can, yeah. So, I'm just going to say it right now. I like the movie a lot. Oh, yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. That being said, I've seen it twice. Okay. I'm not up in the air... This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like a lot of people that I know, mm-hmm. I didn't know a lot about Deadpool before. I started right. watching it. You know, I read a couple of books that Dave, you know, had let yep. us let, let Same us borrow. Here. Yep, and yeah, it was Deadpool. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you; I thought it was gonna be a little funnier than it actually was. Really? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that the movie wasn't funny, because I, I, I mean, I can hear, I can hear the flames and pitchforks being picked up right now and <laughs> coming towards me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: there were some jokes that really really hit for me and then there was other jokes that I was like yeah that's funny like I still laughed it's not like I was sitting there stone faced the whole time but there was just some things where I was just kind of like eh
1: I feel like I tended to laugh during the smaller jokes than the bigger th- ones
0: like for me my, the line that I took from that movie the most like and I use it in my everyday like conversation now is when he and Weasel were standing there before you like they're going to get it and he just looks at him and goes Wade I'd, I'd go with you but, but I don't want to. But I don't but, want but to. Don't wanna. You know, yep. like that, to me, that was like, and everything that they did to kind of like reference the other movie universes, that's what, like, you know, is it McAvoy or Stewart? You know, your timelines are yeah. so confusing. Or when he looks in the mansion, he's like, wow, this is a big house. You know, funny that I only see three of you. It's, <laughs> yeah. you know, Like, you know, like that's the stuff that I really, really liked. Yeah. I'm I'm going to be completely honest with you. I think they could have made this movie PG-13.
1: Oh, I feel like they can do that technically with any Movie, I don't
0: know. Sometimes the swearing just kind of took me out of it.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: some, I didn't mind it. All, all I the, no, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I still, I, I still like the movie a lot. Like, five mm-hmm. out of five would recommend it to anyone. Right? You know, um, I agree. that that at, like, if someone comes to me and goes, hey, would you go see Deadpool? Like, even my grandmother, mm-hmm. she was like, you know, Tyler, is Deadpool a good movie? I'd be like, yes, Grandma, go see Deadpool. Grandma, it, go see Deadpool. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> I just sometimes I was just kind of like, did you need to say, you know, that like, it, you know what I mean? But
1: as someone who
0: yeah.
1: peppers uh, a lot of swear words in her sentence everyday life, sentence uh, and sentence enhancers, that's a good one. Yes. Uh, it didn't really ruin it. Uh, no, not and, ruin. Um, it didn't really take it out of take me out of it too much just because. Yeah, you
0: know, I swear. A no. Lot. And, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not <laughs> saying that. I was like, oh, my gosh, like. This movie sucks because right, of it. I just like right. there are sometimes we're just it's a little like, much for yeah. you. Yeah, okay. And, and that being said, I'm really excited to see them tie him into the PG three, th- the PG thirteen universe yes. right now because I want to see Deadpool get bleeped. Oh, because, yeah. Because because I know what's He'll gonna happen. I can out. already see. Yeah, he's, he's gonna say something. He's gonna get bleeped. It's so going. Go, Wait, what was that? Like, yeah. Are you guys hearing that? And then we're like yep. hearing what? And he goes that bleeping noise. Like, did you just hear that? <laughs> like, I'm I'm excited for that. Yes. Negasonic teenage warhead was my favorite character yes! in the whole movie. Like from the very loved beginning her. like when he walks up and he's just like, What is it gonna be like silence or, you know, like snooty comment? And she's just kinda like, Well you caught me. Like, yeah. like I just loved her character. I loved her Same. being teamed up with, with Colossus. You I know? Agree.
1: Um they, they were a funny pairing.
0: They yeah each without me
1: ma- without making it it wasn't like a they weren't against each other. Yeah. They just I feel like they worked well together. And, and
0: they then they meshed in with like the scene the funniest scene to me was when uh Ed screen ja- or Ajax got away and then he goes to like punch and kick Colossus and he's breaking his arms and everything. Like, yep. like I was just I was sitting in the theater Hilarious. cracking up. Um I like the
1: care I like Colossus too. I, I
0: love I loved his I loved Vanessa.
1: I like Vanessa and, a lot. Angel
0: Dust was cool, which yep. is cool because I'm not a big fan of Gina Carano just because like I don't know. A lot of people know, like, I really, really like movies. I'm a big movie guy. Right. And I've seen Gina Carano, Carano in some movies. She was actually she was in a movie called Haywire. Mm-hmm. And every single line that she says in that movie was dubbed over with someone else's voice because she delivered the line so bad. Yikes. So it's her basically lips lip, <laughs> lip syncing that whole movie. Um Ooh. Uh, the guy who played Ajax Francis, um, which I've seen so many pictures. People have sent me of like Ajax in the grocery store, and then like crossed off Ajax and wrote Francis on it. It was yeah, you know, I've seen. He a lot of he that. was in the in a, in a transporter reboot, and he was yep. really bad in that. Yep. And he left Game of Thrones to be in more movies. I he, I thought he was awesome. I thought he was a good villain. Like yeah, I thought so too. He they t- he took a villain that didn't feel anything, but still made you feel like feel something. For, you know what I mean? Yep. And he, that could have gone super flat.
1: I got a little concerned for a minute there when they, when he kind of took Vanessa. I got, I was like, man, is this going to be another damsel in distress thing? <laughs> and it kind of was, but <clears throat> I feel like they kind of redeemed themselves because she takes a sword and s- stabs, stabs him.
0: And like, not only that, like, even when they're doing the damsel in distress, even. She if,
1: wasn't helpless.
0: And not only that, but they did such a good job at like making angel dust like badass. Like, She's yeah. gonna do the hero drop, and she was she was beating the crap out of all three of them. And oh, then yeah. who's the only other who's the only character who was like actually able to like cause without Negasonic Teenage Warhead, she, I think she would have beat Colossus. You know, she was gonna yeah. beat Colossus. So I like, thought so too. So like all the female characters. I got worried. The, yeah, all the female characters in that show were, you know, or in the show, in the movie were really, really good. Yeah. I mean, we had Stan Lee's greatest cameo ever. Oh my god. You know, like and apparently he's been outspoken saying That was his favorite cameo he's ever done was in the, you know, in Deadpool. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just, I'm excited to see what they do with them. Like I said, um, if you listen to the episode where we were talking about um, Deadpool with Dave, where I, you know, I said, I think that out of the Gambit in the Deadpool movie, whichever character people take to more is going to kind of replace Hugh Jackman as like the main, like X-Men universe character. And I think, especially now that Gambit's gone gone and vanished i think deadpool is going to be you know i think he's going to be the guy for them for a while i you know i'm
1: really excited
0: so you know at first i think this the guy who directed first time director i mean nailed it they, they had the tone yes. on the, you could just tell watching that movie that everyone was very passionate about that project i agree i love the time skips around like starting it mm-hmm. you know because if Going into that movie, I didn't realize it until I was sitting in the movie theater that you really d- – and then afterwards, like – I'm just, sorry, I should say I didn't realize it until after I saw the movie was in the trailers. They really did – they showed you the same scene over and over and again when you really didn't see anything from that movie. Oh, yeah. So, like I said, do I – there were some things that I didn't like about it. Like I said, sometimes I just felt like they were just swearing because they could. And it kind of like, you know, took away from it, the punch of it a little bit. But I love the story. I was all for the love story. I believe that yep. they were in love, like I, which yeah, is I hard to too. say in a lot of super you know, superhero movies where they have like love stories. It feels awkward. Of, you did almost most of the time just rather they didn't even put them in there. Yeah, I agree. You know, and
1: but this one felt
0: Yeah. like yeah.
1: Yeah. It didn't feel awkward there, or you know, like his crazy match to her crazy, you know. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I love Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. He's great. Oh,
0: yeah, I mean he he was great. And my, another thing I loved about the movie was did you stay and watch the after credit scenes?
1: Of course, I did.
0: That I was so happy because I was sitting there and I'm like, they gotta do with the Ferris Bueller like, movie's over, go home. Yeah, like they got, like, I just and they did. Yep. That that movie delivered like, it gave me everything that I wanted from it, and then it gave me a little bit more. Yeah. Like little like things I didn't think that I needed or even knew I wanted. They gave it to me. Yep. So
1: I would have to agree. I thought it was great. I loved every minute yeah. of it, and I feel like. <clears throat> I kind of have a short attention span when it comes to movies, so sometimes after a while in a movie, I get to the point where I'm like, "All right, how much longer do we have?" You know, like, and it's not even like necessarily a a,
0: the movie's boring.
1: Yeah, it's just just my attention span wanes quickly, and it didn't happen in this movie. I was never like, "Okay, is this almost over?" Like, how long? Mm -hmm. How much longer do we have? I actually wanted more. I was like, "I am bummed. This is over." My
0: my my one friend, he's like, my only complaint was that. When the movie ended, the second one didn't start up. <laughs> you yep. know, like, so. Yeah,
1: I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. It's a big fan.
0: So I think, I mean, Deadpool, like I said, Deadpool, five out of five. I know Malachi and Ben really liked it. Yep. Um, we t- we kind of talked about it a little bit, but we didn't really do a full review because we were afraid that, you know, time had passed. But you know what? Like I said, this is the Kelsey and Tyler show. And so we we do we, can, what we, want. we can do whatever we want. And speaking of doing whatever we want. We're going to continue Malachi's check recommendations and, and re- recommendations. We're going to check things out.
1: We're, we're going to, to wreck, wreck things. Out. We're going to wreck
0: things out and
1: uh We're going to do it all and we're going to do it now. Yeah.
0: Kind of give you a little heads up on what you should be looking into. So, Kelsey, I know you said you had 3.
1: I've got 3 and um give me a second. I'm thinking now. No.
0: no if you want <laughs> if you want what you think, I can go first. Would yes. you like me to go first? Yeah, you go first. All right. I'll go first, and then Kelsey, you can close this out. Strong. Wait, no,
1: I got him. Oh, you I want to go moment. now? Yep. Sorry, no, it took ahead. me a second to remember my second one. No,
0: you go ahead. I'm gonna sit back. And I'm just gonna to listen to you. Speak. All right,
1: the first one um, is is an older movie actually, but I recently rewatched it. I watched it a lot as a kid. It was one of my dad's favorite movies, um, but it's great, and it's relevant to this podcast. Um, this the movie Mystery Men. It's dark Horse Comics.
0: Dane Cook is actually in that movie. Dane Cook he's is the waffler. He's the waffler man. <laughs> yeah. yep. I would love to see a Mystery Man too. Me too. Although I think it might now be in the vein of all these movies where we're seeing these sequels of, and it's kind of like too little, too late. I'm afraid that it would be in there. But Mystery Man's underrated.
1: I agree. It's a I really love good movie. movie. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. I have it on DVD. Um, my dad, like I said, my dad. It was my dad's favorite movie. I've watched this movie probably. 20 to
0: 30 times oh yeah i've seen i've it's one of those movies where if i'm flipping through tv and i see it i have to stop and watch
1: yeah it. same here Yeah, it's and i didn't and it's funny because i i think this is probably one of the first times that i kind of sat down and watched it more recently now that i you know i've gotten more into movies and i kind of recognize actors more frequently and i it i was like oh my god i just realized how many people are in this movie
0: yeah like hank hank azaria ben stiller Paul Rubin, Jeffrey Rush, Jeffrey Rush, Greg Kinnear. Yep. Yep.
1: So many great people are in this. And it's hilarious. It's so funny.
0: Who's Um, who's your favorite mystery man? Mystery man. Well, the mystery man. Who's your favorite of the mystery man?
1: Hmm. That's tough. I think growing up, my favorite character was always the bowler.
0: I was going to say, I think it's for me it's a tie between the bowler or is what's is his name, Mr. Furious or Mr Fe- whatever. Ben. It's so, Mr. Furious. Just There's because Mr. I love Furious. the scene where he's on the car. And he's yes. Like,
1: ah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like the Blue Raja, too. Blue Ra- Yeah. And the Shoveler. They're all good. You know
0: what? Speaking of movie lines. Oh,
1: and Kel's character.
0: Great. <laughs> he's only invisible when no one's looking <laughs> at him. But speaking of, like, you know how we, I said, like, I could go with you, but I don't want to. Like the movie line that I say all the time. Uh-huh. The... Nice to see you so spoon. Lines. Yes. I say that I, I think of it every time I pick up a spoon and I kinda giggle to myself, even yep. though no one would catch that reference. But now you would. So I yep. can say that around you and I know yep. you'll understand. Great movie. Me. Yeah.
1: Alright, and then I've got two game recommendations. One is a board game, one is a video game. <clears throat> Let's go with the board board game first. Um it is called Battle Wizards. It is awesome. Um, okay, so you basically everyone has their own like you have twenty points, and those are like your health. Um, and what you do is you create these spells. You get like eight random cards, and you have to build a spell based off of them. And there's like an activator, I think. I, I'm not, I'm probably am coming up with the wrong
0: like wor- words. Like, it's fine.
1: But there, basically, there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. And you get random ones, and you can make up to three parts of a spell and one i don't know if it's a rule of the actual game or if it's just like kind of a house rule that we do but one of the things is you have to like have a character a, um a voice for your character and you have to say the spells in this voice for some reason i always do an old jewish woman i don't know why um and my favorite character is um princess oh shit what is it um basically but she has a fury corn it's, I can't remember what it is. It might be, like, Lady Badass in her Fury <laughs> or something like that. But there's, like, all these... They're just hilarious. Um, there's, like, a genie named Zanzibart. Like, they're just funny. And, like, these... The spells are funny. Like, I don't know. It's hilarious and it's fun to play and do, like, the voices. It's a lot of fun. And it's basically just a battle game and you want to kill your opponents. But after you die... You get these things called dead wizard cards for the next round and you just keep playing it until you're done mm-hmm. and it's a lot of fun.
0: I've been playing a lot of clue lately. so board game like that's a board game that I might look into.
1: I would so, definitely look into it. I yeah. think it's really fun. I've played it um, a couple times with my best friend. He's really into board games and stuff like that. so mm-hmm. I've played it quite a few times with him. Um, my final recommendation is called is a game called Layers of Fear. Um, it's on Steam, Xbox 360, and PS4. Um, and basically, it takes place in kind of one, like, floor of a house, basically, and you are just trying to figure out clues. It's kind of like a horror game, and you're finding clues to what, to, like, what happened to this guy, why he's, like, on drugs, basically. And you have to figure out, like, what is happening to him, what has happened to his wife, I think. And it's, like, kind of, I've, it's terrifying to watch. Like, my friend plays all the time. And I always watch, and I, I want to sit down and play it, but it's like really interesting. And you're basically it's kind of like a mystery. So it's not necessarily like like a super involved game in that like you know you're gonna go fight these people or stuff like that. You're just kind of walking around the house looking for clues, but it's so interesting and like you're constantly at the edge of your seat, like what's gonna happen. It's really cool. <laughs>
0: well, that sounds pretty cool too. I've heard of the Layers of Fear game. My my brothers, I said a computer game. Well is it on yeah. Yeah. it's on Steam. Yeah, so I remember yeah. I can remember the three things you said, but my brother's played it on Steam and he told me it's pretty terrifying. It's so.
1: terrifying. It's only twenty dollars, so it's not bad.
0: Yeah. So uh, my recommendations are all movie recommendations that you can watch for free on Netflix or Hulu. Um kind of tying into your what what do you guys call it on your movie podcast? Uh, uh it's, it's what real, you, like real. What you're ta- like what you're watching or whatever. Yes. Yeah, what you're watching. So first the shining. I just started. I don't know why the other day I put that on. If you have not seen Stanley Kubrick's The Shining based on Stephen Amazing. King, loosely based on a Stephen King novel. Loose, <laughs> well, you lo- added loosely, the loosely based. Yeah. Um, that's one of those movies. It's like that in The Exorcist. Like, I watched them when I was a little kid and I'm terrified, and I watch them now and it still creeps still me out. Like, still creeps me out. Yep. Um, second thing I would like to reference this is this little 30 minute action, kind of like 80s action short, kind of called Kung Fury. <laughs> If you haven't seen, of, oh yeah, watch it. It's, the, the way I discovered is if you like over the top, super ridiculous, funny '80s action movies, like with lots of like neon lights and just plot lines that don't make any sense. It's only 30 so minutes funny. long. Just watch it. It's, I
1: watched it with a friend of mine, and mm-hmm. like I didn't realize at first that it wasn't from the '80s. Yeah, like it, that's
0: like my like my favorite person is like. Triceratops. Yes. <laughs> a cop that's a Triceratops. So. Yep. Um, then the last thing I'm going to recommend is DC just recently. I don't know if it was like in the last time that Netflix kind of like updated their, their library, put in some of their, a lot of their new shorts. Like I said, they added Young Justice season two, which if you haven't watched Young Justice, watch it. It's one of the, it has all the sidekick characters that you don't know a lot about and puts them in the limelight. Super cool characters. Well, I mean, there's a character in that show for everyone. Um and they said and Netflix saying, "Hey, we're watching if season 2 does really well and it gets a a lot of people watching it, we maybe we'll do a season 3." Like team up with and I would love to see that. Yep. Um they also just dropped it's called Justice League War and I think that's like 2 years old now, but mm-hmm. it kind of tells the um the founding of the Justice League kind of it's like a loose adaptation of the um New 52's Justice League. So it has like Wonder Woman, Shazam, Batman, Green Lantern, Flash, Superman, and instead oh and Cyborg. So instead of Aquaman, they threw in Shazam instead, which I don't know why they did that, but and it, it's kind of what I think the how we're gonna see the Justice League movie in the movie universe kinda play out the same way. Um and then the last one is it's called Flashpoint Paradox. Uh it's kinda there's a storyline in the comics called flashpoint and it's like kind of what led into the new 52 and mm-hmm. it's kind of like the flash goes back in time to save his to save his mother from dying and by doing so he kind of like changes everything and he's like in a different earth now like and he's got to try to get back to his earth and just a really cool storyline so those are two animated movies that are on there that if you're into comic books and you're into the superhero stuff Go ahead and watch them on Netflix because they're I I've watched them both now. They've been on my list of movies to buy, and I was like, hey, they're on Netflix now, so I'll watch them for free. So those that's pretty much all my checks and racks. Um, so we're gonna try to sign it out. I've been listening to Ben do this a lot. Heard Malachi do it a couple times. So I'm gonna really hope I hope I nail everything here.
1: I think that you can do it. I I believe in because you. Because the Tyler. last
0: thing I want is Malachi calling me from you know the fortress of solitude or wherever he is right now and just be like you screwed everything up you're off the podcast you
1: ruined it yeah you never get to do this again so
0: you can find us on itunes and soundcloud i think you just search under cm Life.
1: our website
0: we have a website
1: we'll see i'll see
0: Life website sorry CM life website on soundcloud and itunes check us out on twitter raving geeks on twitter um through that, you can find Kelsey's personal Twitter and my Twitter and Malachi and Ben Twitter's, and you should follow the four of us because we say funny stuff. Yeah, well, we're
1: relatively funny. I find
0: us funny. Yeah.
1: Also, we're on Facebook.
0: Facebook. Um,
1: check us out there.
0: Snapchat.
1: Where Yes, you should check out CM, CM Life Snapchat. CM Snapchat. There's a little Easter egg for you, if you will, of uh, Tyler and I wearing some pretty stellar mustaches that my father gave me today. Yeah. <laughs> um... So I would definitely check that out.
0: Um, Maybe check us out on like FarmersOnly.com. I think Kelsey and I are both on there, you know. But uh, thanks for listening to us today. Thanks for listening to this ramble on. Like I said, without mom and dad here to watch over us,
1: hopefully we're not grounded. Yeah,
0: we. we like I said, I'm waiting for that stern phone call from from Malachi and Ben, being like, "You guys are terrible.
1: You guys should uh, never do uh, this uh, again." My, my name's uh, Malachi. Uh, uh, I'm Malachi Barrett.
0: Barrett, I bet it. I'm
1: Malifaux the Baroni.
0: Baroni. and I'm Ben Zelise here. <laughs> 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 All right. So check us out next week same time oh same bat time same bat network
1: That was car- that was close <laughs>